I'm Peyton, and welcome back to Life Below Water. Today is going to be the longest episode yet. All of the research and statistics for our oceans are very important to know. So let's get started. Let's start with the primary research. The topic was, what makes a successful advocacy, and what are the benefits? In this research, I learned about the different steps and pieces needed to make a good advocacy campaign. For example, you need to know how your audience communicates, emails, texts, media, how do they respond? Once you know how to spread the word, it's how you say it that matters. The way you present your message can affect your advocacy negatively and positively. It all depends on your engagement. And the more engagement there is, the more action that's taken. The benefits of a successful advocacy can be very helpful. It spreads your message over a serious topic, gets others to understand your point of view, builds partnerships and alliances, and provides information, service, and support. Knowing this is very important because to make an advocacy campaign next unit, I have to understand what you need and what's not needed for an advocacy. By learning the benefits, I will understand what I will take and earn from this experience. Now for the secondary research. The topic was the source of ocean pollution and what will happen if this pollution continues. In this research, I learned what causes ocean pollution and contamination, along with the effect it will make on the earth if it continues to get worse. 80% of the pollution in the ocean comes from the land. For example, non-point source pollution, which comes from cars, boats, farms, and fields. The oil from vehicles and their industrialized products make their way into the, into the ocean as runoff, which can make water sources such as rivers and lakes unsafe for humans and wildlife. The oils and agricultural chemicals such as fertilizer makes its way into a body of water affecting those in it and drinking the water. Garbage being transported in the ocean in boats can easily fall out and into the waters, making its way into, into the ecosystem where marine life mistakes it for food. These are just a few basic examples of how pollution ends up in the ocean, but the question is, what if it never stops? Heavy metals that end up in the ocean consumed by fish can affect those who may eat the fish at a restaurant, causing illness. The economy will be affected by this pollution because of the expenses to treat and prevent the pollution causing it to get worse. This pollution can also decrease the quality of our drinking water because of suspended particles in the water. This information is crucial to making the final product because by understanding the causes of the problem, it makes it much easier to understand how to solve and advocate for it. For the next part of my secondary research, the topic was, how much pollution is in the ocean and how long will it take to clean? During this research, I discovered that we dump 8 million metric tons of plastic into the ocean every year, which is equivalent to 57,000 blue whales. It's estimated that by 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than there is fish. These masses of trash create what are called garbage patches. There are five of them around the world. The biggest one, known as the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, covers the area of Texas twice. Plastic that ends up in the water can also take up to 400 years to biodegrade, also contaminated the water, affecting marine life. To clean these patches, it can take a lot of money. It can cost between $122 million and $489 million. According to the OceanCleanup.com, if we send a full cleanup fleet, it will result in reducing almost 50% of the Pacific garbage patch every five years. It's important to understand this information because with these statistics, it can inform others on how big this problem really is and how we plan on finishing it. But understanding the size is one thing. Understanding how long it will be there is another. Knowing how long a piece of trash will decompose can help us figure out which kinds of trash to rid the ocean of first. Because the longer it stays there, the more polluted the ocean will become. Most paper products, such as paper towels and newspapers, take about a month to fully decompose. Plastic bags can take around 10 to 20 years. A single phone cup alone can take over 50 years to disintegrate. 
A simple soda can made of aluminum can take 80 to 200 years to decompose. Plastic bottles and baby diapers can take a total of 450 years to fully decompose. And last but not least, a glass bottle can take up to a million years. And that's all for this final episode. Thank you for listening. I hope that now you understand and appreciate our oceans more than you did before. Thank you.